welcome to Busy Living Sober, Busy Living Sober, Busy Living Sober, episode 154. No way. No way. That's a lot of episodes. I know. I can't believe I've been on here for so long, and I haven't stopped doing it. What, being busy living sober? Being busy living sober and sharing my experience, strength, and hope with the world. That's nice. It's kind of nice, isn't it? hmm So welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope that you are all listeners out there are happy, healthy. Healthy's huge. And today we're going to talk about joy. And there's a lot of things out there that can take away your joy, aren't there? A lot of joy killers, I think they call them. Joy killers. Okay, so what are some joy killers that are out there? Well, I don't know. I mean... I was thinking about it. Like, I guess the opposite of joy is like being unhappy, right? Yeah. A lot of people seem to be unhappy about a lot of things. But, you know, there's scary stuff out there right now, right? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. The stock market. The stock market. Mm-hmm. Other things like that. Presidential elections. Right. All that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff that takes away your fear and it zaps your, God, it takes away everything. It's so crazy. And so many people are walking around on eggshells. And I truly believe that the media has a lot to do with it. Would you? Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, sure. All I know is this. Why I did not get sober to live a life where I'm miserable, unhappy, you know, I got sober to have a happy, joyous, and free life. I mean, I'm still happy every day I wake up and I'm like, my car's in the driveway. I remember everything I did last night. That still brings me joy. Really? Yes. And I listened to somebody this weekend on Sunday, and he talked about how we give our joy away. Mm -hmm. And how we give our joy away, let's say we were in a parking lot. And some, and we're really in a happy mood, right? And we're in this parking lot and we're going to whatever store and we see a parking space that comes available and we're, we have our blinker on and we're going to go, but then somebody pulls up on the other side and takes that parking spot and it zaps all your joy. Yes. It zaps it away in two seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't have to let it zap you away. No, you got to roll with the punches. You got to roll with the punches and say, oh, well, they must have really needed that parking spot more than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Something, yes. You know my old thing about driving around. You remember when you first met me? And I'd get stuck behind somebody really slow or whatever, and I'd just say, oh, they must be lost. And it would be fine. Yeah, oh, they must be lost. And that can't take away your Because if somebody's lost, you want to be, like, at least helpful and not be honking at them. or Exactly. Giving them the finger or doing something like that. Exactly. And I can tell you, this week on Monday morning, which was yesterday, oh my God, crazy, time is flying by. Uh, It's like, oh my God, only yesterday, feels like years ago. So yesterday I woke up and I went to go get on the elliptical machine and I turned on the news. And I am not a big person that gets up and turns on the news and, you know, because I just don't like it. And, but I did and I turned it on, I turned it on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, by the time I got off my, my my elliptical, it was 30 minutes later, of course. It was only 30 minutes, 30 minutes of the Today Show, which took away every second of my joy, every second of my contentment, every second of, like, my feelings that I wanted to have a great day. And, I like, I started my day working out. This is an awesome way to start my day. I woke up early. It was great. It was daylight savings. It was a Monday. It was a whole new fresh start. And I watched the Today Show, and all of my joy went 
south into the dipper and was dirty and ugly and yucky. And it took away everything because all became, I was all worried about fear. Oh my God, the coronavirus. Oh my God, my kids. Oh my God, my son's supposed to go away on a school trip for spring break to Montreal, Canada. And I should call the school and he shouldn't be allowed to go. And oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to go out of the house? Should we go out of the house? Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And I ended up going yesterday, I ended up going to the golf course because that's a safe place to go, right? You're outside, you have your own clubs. I mean, you're in your own cart. You don't really have to worry about touching that many things. Anyway, I go, it's pouring down rain and it's windy and it's cold. So I ended up leaving the golf course and going um, to all these stores. So I went to Target and I went to TJ Maxx. I went to Ross. I went to Marshall's. I went to Publix. I went to Whole Foods. I went to all these places. Mm-hmm. And? There were a lot of people in those places. Right. And I didn't see a mask and I didn't see anything and I lost my fear. Right. I wasn't fearful anymore. Well, probably. I'm going to guess, because you and I have talked about this many, many, many times over many episodes, that uh, somehow you did something that got you into the moment. That action. And when you're in the moment, you know, you're not worried about what might happen in the future. And when you're in the moment, that's the place where life happens. So, FYI, if you want to experience joy, that's the only place you can experience is in the moment. Well, in the moment and letting go of what your expectations are, right? So like, and not letting somebody else take it away from you just because the parking spot was taken. Right. Or somebody walked in front of your car and you had to sit through a red light twice and something happened like that. Like what, like God has a plan. Right. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you, you didn't want to give your power away. I didn't. No. No. And I didn't, and you know, with this coronavirus, I get it. It's, it's, it's deadly. It's killing older people. And I guess young children, I don't know. Is it killing younger children? No, uh, it's, it's the only thing I know is what I hear. So the youngest person I heard of was the, the doctor who was in China, who was 33 years old, who was the guy that like found it. He died and he was 33. So who knows? I don't know. I'm not worried about it. You're not worried about it. And you sit in front of, so you're in the markets, you work in the markets and, right. and so you watch it all day. You watch the whole press and the media go by 24 seven and you're like, you watch this stuff go by. And do you feel like you're, you're running with fear? No. Do you no, feel like others are? Well, they might be. I don't know. I mean, but it's just, you need, I think for me anyway, I need to have the attitude that all that stuff is like the weather or the tide or, you know, whatever. It just happens and there's nothing I can do about it. And no amount of worrying about it, complaining about it, getting angry about it is going to change it. It's just going to do what it's going to do. And just like, you know, the weather, it changes. Just like the tide, it comes in and it goes out, you know. This time will pass. Nothing lasts forever. Exactly. This will pass. It, It all passes. Everything passes, even joy. 
It all passes. Joy passes, but I can I can tell you this. I'm trying to have more joy. And yesterday we also went to a different shopping place, and there was a ton of other stores there. A little mall we went to, and there was this little lady walking around, and I bet she was, mm, I want to say maybe 75, maybe 80. Maybe 80. Maybe 80. And she walked around with the biggest smile, and she was so happy, and it made me so happy to just look at her because she was happy. She was in the moment, and she was happy happy. She wasn't worried about the coronavirus. She didn't have anything going on. She was just being in the moments and she was happy. And I even said to her, oh my gosh, thank you for your smile and your happiness. She goes, I so happy. I'm so, she was actually, I don't know what country she was from, but she's like, I'm just so happy. Mm -hmm. And getting, at least acknowledging that with sobriety. I mean, that's the first thing you can acknowledge. You're not happy. Like you don't like what's running through your head. Okay. I acknowledge that I'm not happy. What am I going to do to make myself happy? Right. Well, for me, I know, for one, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and watch the Today Show. In fact, I don't need to watch the news anymore. I read I read on my iPad some articles um, from different publications that I enjoy, and I get the 411 of what's going on. If I get an email from the school, I'll read that. But beyond that, I'm not really, you know, living in this fear. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. I never went out and bought hand sanitizer. I've never used hand sanitizer, to be completely honest, in my entire life. I mean, I'm 51 years old and I've never used hand sanitizer because my hands are already dry and I don't want, I don't like that feeling Mm. of things being cracked. Mm. Do you use hand sanitizer? Sometimes, like when I'm in the hospital and it's on the wall, sure, I use it. But do you want to? Generally, I just wash my hands with soap and water, but I have nothing against hand sanitizer. I have nothing against... Well, I just have You know me anyway. I've been like... I'm kind of a weird germaphobe anyhow, so you know how I am. Two, what two places do I really not like to go to? Hospitals and CVS. And why is that? Because <laughs> CVS is dirty they're and they're sick people. They're full of sick people, exactly. Well, it's... Um, I want everybody out there to know that if you've like if you've quit drinking and you're like or you've been drinking and you want to quit drinking or you know someone that needs to quit drinking and you're like how are they going to do it and this stuff that's going on could put in a lot of fear to make you want to pick up a drink. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like once again you have the idea is that where you are right here right now where your two feet are everything's fine so why are you getting so worried? Right. Well, because you watch the news and you listen to the news and, you know, every time I put on the news and then they talk about, you know, this presidential election, which is also stressful. I mean, like, it's just all so stressful. You know, yesterday. Well, the problem with the presidential election is that it's it's just two different camps that hate each other. So it doesn't even bear talking about on your podcast, quite honestly. But that's a shame. You know, you had you learned a lesson yesterday. You posted a, a very innocent, nice thing on your Facebook page, and people like use that as a, an excuse to dive in and start talking about politics. And you had to write a note to say this wasn't supposed to be about politics. It was supposed to be about this person that I love and what happened to them. And you guys use it as an excuse to sully my Facebook page with your politics. Shame on you. That chef really wanted me to write shame on you, but we all know that I'm like all sober, not ashamed. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think that the reality is, is people being unhappy. You know, I, I was driving last week. I was, I was pulling out of a parking spot and I was going, I didn't even have my, like my foot was on the brake and somebody comes behind me and they're like, and I was going back and they're like, oh my God, you almost 
you take me? Oh my god! And give me you know a bunch of expo- 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 expletives. And um, I was like, well, I hope you have a blessed day. I think she probably hated me after that. But you know, everything that's out there is joy zappers. And how do you stay away from the joy zappers and bring joy instead of bringing fear? And how would you say to someone to do it? I know what I do, and then I want to, I want to hear what you do, and then I'll tell you what I do. Well, I have my theory. Okay, my, we, my, I want to hear your theory. You always have my, some good theories. My theory of you know of, of what seems to make people unhappy is that uh, they feel like things aren't going the way they want them to go, or they're not going to get what it is that they want, whatever that is. Might be peace, might be love, might be a Porsche. I have no idea, you know, or this. Their life in, in their life in general is just not going the way they want it to go. Um, and I think that, you know, my, my own take on that is acceptance, you know, is the answer to all my problems. So however way things are going, it really doesn't matter to me that much. Like it's going and it's fine. It's God's plan. It's not my plan. And, uh, you know, as far as, like not getting what I want, um, I think that probably what's missing in that person's life is gratitude. Um, Because I, for me, know that when I can live with a lot of gratitude, I don't want anything because I just don't need anything. I have everything that I need, and I'm grateful and thankful for that. And I feel like that's the problem for most people. The expectation. Yeah, it's just the, the unmet unmet needs or what they perceive as needs that aren't even needs. They're just wants, unmet wants, you know, but be grateful for what you have. I mean, most people, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Jeff Bezos, you know, big deal. I don't care. (laughs) I'm very happy. You know, I have, I, I thank God every morning. I wake up every morning and I, next to somebody who loves me, if I need food, I only have to go to the refrigerator. You know, I don't even have to travel for that. I don't have to find it. I don't have to hunt it down. Uh, I have a roof over my head. I have air conditioning. I have heat. I have a way to travel around. I have a car. Almost everybody has all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's enough. It's good enough. I have a great life. You have a great life. But when you go and you hear this stuff that's going on and, like, somebody like your wife who says to you, oh, my gosh, you know, he's supposed to go to Montreal. What are we going to do? Are we going to let him go? What should we do? Should I pick him up? Should I bring him home? What should I do? Because they say that this coronavirus is going to kill everybody. Well, what I do with my... School, and you hear schools that are closing all over the country, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And there's a ton of fear right now in the world. There is a ton of fear. And I think that when you say that people are angry, and when I say people are angry, I think there is a very, very very thin line between anger and fear. I think they're in the same realm. Could be. Well, when it's my wife that we're talking about, what I do is I just like let her chase her tail until she finally gets tired and stops. And, uh, you know, whether her son goes to Montreal or not is going to be up to the school and however they handle that. And, you know, whatever they do is that's how it's going to be. And, and well, you know how, that, and I know that, and we're both going to be fine with that. If he goes, it'll be great. If he doesn't go, it'll be great. Either way, it's going to be great. So if you, but I find that if you live in this bubble that we perceive to have on ourselves, we watch Netflix, we watch HBO, we watch Hulu, we watch those things rather than watching the news. Well, that's, you speak for yourself. I watch the news all day long. 
Well, you watch the news all day long on your computer screen and you watch the market yesterday morning. You got up and you'd see something you'd never seen in the markets and you've been there your whole life. Right. So isn't that exciting? I got to see something I never saw before. Right. Which I told everybody that would talk to me yesterday. I was like, can you believe we're seeing something that we never saw before? Isn't this great? And what did everybody say to that? they were like, okay. (laughs) It's just like, whatever, guy. <laughs> Give me what you're smoking, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah, is he on so. drugs? And, and the reality is, is no, he's not. I mean, uh-huh. but you turned it into something because you had no control over it. No, no, I know, not at all. Like I said, it's like the weather or the tide. You know, it is what it is. Mark Twain said it best. You know, he said people always talk about the weather, but nobody ever does anything about it. And of course, the reason is because you can't do anything about it. So. Why even talk about it? Doesn't really. Doesn't matter. And it's kind of like the same thing about coronavirus because we, uh, my son, oldest son, has a friend's, a friend's cousin has the coronavirus actually out in Seattle, and she just like it's the flu. She just feels kind of shitty and achy. I I don't know anything about that, and and I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't discount it. I wouldn't poo-poo it, you know. And if it were me, if I had plans to go to a country that's having a real problem with it right now, I wouldn't go. I just wouldn't. It's not smart. But uh, I know that I'm not in a country right now that has a real problem with it. I'm certainly not in a town that has a real problem with it. So I'm not letting it prevent me from going and doing whatever I, you know, wherever I need to go or whatever I want to go do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not holed up. Uh, I talked to a friend today that said he was uh, out shopping like the last two days and loaded up his house. He's got like six months worth of, uh, canned goods in his house now uh, just in case and uh, you know that won't be me I guess if it gets that bad honey I'll have to catch you fish off the dock yeah. <laughs> I mean so uh, I, I, don't, I don't buy into it but I don't have a I, I have no I have no attraction to drama and chaos and uh, that's what I perceive most of what is the you know the the television news to be anyway is just drama and chaos and I don't have any attraction to that so it's terrible and a lot of people have died from it and it's horrendous and I really hope that uh they find a cure I hope they find a cure our country is supposed to be the leader of the world so I hope that we show some leadership and start doing something about it and hopefully we will and I'm sure that they will find a cure or a vaccine or whatever there is in time and it's all going to be okay but right now you know, I have my family. Everybody's fine. My friends, everybody's fine. You know. Yeah, and I didn't want. I didn't mean to poo-poo the, the Kent's friend. I buy mm-hmm. any starts my oldest son's friend. All I wanted to say was that I think everything's relative, and if you take care of yourself and you do the precautions you need to do. So if you know you're going into the grocery store, wash your hands before you go, and wash your hands when you leave. You know, if or if you feel, I have a friend who has not left her house in like three days. Mm-hmm. already just because of this and she's getting everything delivered and when it gets delivered she wipes it all off with her Clorox wipes and everything and I get that but it, to live in fear it's like it's stealing your joy oh absolutely and it's totally stealing your joy and so I don't know what the odds are if there are odds of one getting the coronavirus right now if you're not in one of those t- t- number one countries or number two warning countries I don't know what the the stats are for that I mean the reality is, is that I want to live a life today that's full of joy because I lived a life so long that was full of like regret, remorse, bitterness, sadness. 
I never lived a life that was really joyous and happy and free. And to have that happiness and freedom I have today, I really don't want to give it away at any cost. And that even means to the coronavirus. Like, I don't want to give it to that. You know? I agree with you 100%. You know, my attitude is, I mean, I could walk out of here tomorrow morning and get hit by a comet. And I don't know if anybody's ever been hit by a comet, but it could happen, right? I mean, anything can happen, but why worry about it? You know, if I start if I start worrying like, oh my God, like I could get hit by a comet, I better not leave the house. Um, <laughs> just you know, there's no joy in that. It's just ridiculous. So, you know, we all know there's certain things that we can do that, like you said, you for this thing you wash your hands. You know, if you don't want lung cancer, stop smoking. I mean, it's simple stuff. That's all. Yeah, it's simple stuff. And I have to tell you, a dear friend of mine, Wheezy actually, went into the grocery store up in Philly yesterday. And she said... How is Wheezy? We haven't had her on in a while. I know. Wheezy's got to come on soon. Wheezy, we miss you. And she was giving me some painting tips. I love Wheezy. I miss Wheezy. I want her to come to Florida. But Wheezy went to the grocery store. And she's sorry. We have Penelope in the background. Somebody's must be out there. She's got all barking away. Sorry about that. Um, But Wheezy was telling me she went to the grocery grocery store and she has this plans for spring break and her son's so scared because I don't know they must be talking about it in school and she went into the grocery store and everything there was nothing she's like it was Armageddon she's like there was nothing there and it was crazy Mm -hmm. and that steals that makes you unnerved when you walk I mean that has not happened here in Florida where we live at least I have not gone the grocery store is loaded with things there's nothing missing I mean they've got tons of paper towels I didn't look for hand sanitizer because I think there's a ton in this house for some reason, but um, I um, I didn't look for that. But, you know, I'm just trying to take, I think if you rest, having a lot of sleep, taking vitamin D, taking care of yourself is a huge thing that I never did before anyway. Like, so I'm not hungover. I'm not feeling that I'm not getting enough sleep. I don't feel like I can, I'm exercising, you know, I'm doing the things that I need to do. I'm eating right. And you do those things and you have a healthy lifestyle anyway. Mm-hmm. And your body's already immune, has big time immune systems that can fight things. But you have to do your part, which is getting your sleep and washing your hands and not letting it get you so stressed out. Because I think the stress is even more, it hurts you even more, right? I mean, it makes you even crazier. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And the unknown. And, oh, my God, this is going to happen. I can tell you yesterday after watching the Today Show, my entire serenity and joy was zapped. Well, let me uh, just remind you of something. Okay. I'm going to remind you of um, our honeymoon. Mm. And... Uh, Maybe somebody didn't hear this story yet, but I doubt it. But on our honeymoon, we were, you know, at a a flea market and all like 2,000 people were at that flea market got an Amber Alert message at the same time on their cell phone saying there was an inbound ICBM. This is not a warning. Okay, what's an ICBM for the people? Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. Was coming to us. Yes. And it's... Seemed real. And, you know, we thought, like, we got, like, this seems real, and that means we have, like, 18 minutes left. And, uh, you know, and I remember that very very well. Like, we didn't give in to fear or whatever, you know. I don't know if there was joy in the moment, but there was certainly peace and serenity between the two of us. And, uh, you know, and, of course, eventually the missile never came because there was no missile. 
you know, and we could have allowed ourselves to like completely freak out and, and go nuts over that. And we didn't. And, you know, it was fine. And that's sort of a good parallel to this. Like, why, why get so worked up about something that's probably never going to affect us? You know? Yeah, and as the Hawaiians said, what did the Hawaiians say to us? The Hawaiians that were there in Hawaii said to us, we were like, oh my God, is this going to happen? Is the ballistic missile coming to us? And they were like, well, if it is, it looks real. You know, just look at the mountains because aren't they beautiful? Yeah. There's beauty in everyone's backyard. If you take the opportunity and the chance to go and look at it, mm -hmm. there's a ton of beauty in, our, in all of our backyards, in all of our houses, in all of our mirrors, in all of our... Everything. We all have beauty everywhere. Yeah. But we tend to not look at the beauty when we're totally worried about this future and what's going to happen. And I don't want to poo-poo this virus at all. I just want you to know that if you're out there, don't let it consume you. You can have your plan and then let it go. You can have your wipes and then you can let it go. You can have your gloves and let it go. You can have all those things and just let it go and live your life in joy. Because if you hadn't picked up a drink today and you're an alcoholic, that's a huge accomplishment. And sometimes I don't think I say that enough. I mean, that is a huge accomplishment. Just not drinking is a human or drugging is a huge accomplishment that no one should ever ignore. And if you've done that, you know, I don't think anything, I was saying that to Wheezy. I'm like, you know, God didn't get you sober, you know, and ha have your life end on the coronavirus. And she started to laugh and she's like, I think you're right. And, you know, her son was really worried about it. And I said, you can't let him worry about it. She's like, I know, I know, I know. We've got to just live our lives. And it's this, it's this, we all have to live our lives. We can't stop our lives and just put everything on stop or pause when there's nothing we can do about it. If we're going to get it, we're going to get it. Like if you're going to get it, hopefully you're going to get through it. And thank God we've got great medical care and you're going to, you know, make it. Just look at the irony of the fact that you're talking to alcoholics about a disease called Corona. I mean, <laughs> that should bring some joy to everybody. That's pretty funny. It's really funny. I loved Corona with the lime. Oh, my God, back in the day, and especially in a place where I am right now. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, that was delicious. And there have been some funny memes that have gone on. Yeah. Like, you know, don't touch your face, but you should walk around with a dog cone on your face because it'll keep you totally isolated. <laughs> you know, it's all this... We all have to make light of something. And if the market, if you're worried about the stock market, that too will come back. It's, it's everything, everything has a down and everything has an up. Sure. It might not happen in one second and it might not happen in a week, but eventually it will come back. And that's what we have to focus on is the positive. And that's our point as human beings is that we can change our minds and we can say, you know what, I'm going to focus on the positive rather than focus on the negative. Absolutely. And instead of looking at all these numbers, you can be like, oh, well, it's not that bad here or there. You know, I don't know, whatever you have to do, or you say, you know what, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to do this, or I'm going to stay in my house and I'm going to get the toilet paper. But once I've done that, all right, I'm going to sit in my house and I'm going to have fun in my house doing whatever crafts you like to do or video games or whatever it is you like to do. I guess. But once you make a decision to do something, just find joy in that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking also as a... Uh if you were a child of the 50s or 60s, you spent 
an inordinate amount of time worrying about World War III and when it was going to happen, you know, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a child of the 60s and now I'm almost 60 and World War III hasn't happened yet. You know, it's just, it's not worth worrying about. We can't worry. No. Don't let anybody take your joy away. Don't let anybody else, any other human power, take away your ability to be serene and joyful and joyous. That's right. Don't let anybody do that. No, or anything. Or anything. Let's, you know, it's all in your head. It is. It's all in your head. And we want you to be joyous and free. We don't want you to be scared and fearful and angry because that's no place to live. Absolutely not. Because walking around with a sourpuss face and feeling scared and in your head like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Am I going to get this? Then you can't enjoy everything. Then you're just in this whole place of being in the future and, and doomsday, which it does not make you a happy person. No. No. It makes you a bummed out person. Mm-hmm. It makes you an angry person. It makes you a person that nobody wants to really be around. Well, you wouldn't be, even want to be around yourself. No. I can tell you yesterday morning, I did not want to be around myself. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you think me and the dogs felt? And then the kids felt. I mean, and then my daughter's like, oh my gosh, you know, they have it in Charleston. There's one case in Charleston. I'm like, okay, Adley. You know, I just... And my oldest is like, mom, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, if you're out there and you're worrying, don't let this worry you. Please just stay in peace and love and happiness. And if you have faith in something, I don't know if you have a God, but if you have whatever is your higher power, you know, pray to that. If you've lost a loved one that's in heaven today, pray to that person. Whatever you're going to find your peace and joy from, find it. Amen. Don't look for it on the TV or on the news. I mean, you can watch local news if you want to watch the weather. But most people who have a phone today have a weather app. And you can look at that. And then you don't have to hear all the rhetoric that goes along with it, you know? Well, you can watch all the news you want. Just remember that. Well, just take it for what it is. Right. It's not really real news. It's not news like when, we, when I was a kid. It's not Walter Cronkite by no. any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no, you know, it's not. it's not even Barbara Walters for that. It's not even Brian Gumble. It's like none of those people. You know, it's not somebody who's out there giving you your opinion. They're like there to scare you. I can tell you that I felt like their main purpose on the Today Show yesterday was to scare me. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They scared you. They scared I'm scared. Don't buy into it. I don't want to buy into it anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks so much for being on here with me because it's always fun to have JF here because sometimes being on by myself is a little boring. I think you all agree, right? Okay, until next week, which is episode 155 next week. 155 episodes. Well, let me know when you get to um, like 212. 212. He'll be on 212. You guys, mark my words. Hopefully he'll be on before. I hope he'll be on before then. You know, 212 is the boiling point. Okay. I want to be here for that. Okay. So did you hear that? It'll be boiling point. All right, everybody. (laughs) If you're out there, please stay safe. Please be well. And don't let anybody take away your joy. And um, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. And go to busylivingsober.com to find all my podcasts. I sometimes do blog pieces, all different things. There's some cool information on there. And please know that you are not alone. If you reach out, I promise I will respond. And until next week, keep getting busy living sober. Bye-bye. Bye.